0: Welcome back to the Peddler Podcast. This is your host, Norby. Today's episode, we have none other than Thomas Johansson, former professional tennis player and coach, winner of the Australian Open in 2002, silver medalist in doubles at the 2008 Olympics, and current general manager of the APT Pedal Tour. We discuss the plans and visions for the APT Pedal Tour, and we also learn about his experiences of trying to grow the sport internationally. So let's not waste any more time and let's get into the episode
1: good morning good morning good morning Norbert how are you
0: good thank you very well how are you doing
1: I'm fine I'm fine I'm good. fine awesome
0: Thomas thanks a lot yes. for already taking the your time this morning uh, to to speak to me I was hoping it would happen in Monte Carlo or Monaco or in Belgium but unfortunately these times are a bit crazy huh
1: yes we just uh, I, I came from um, uh, I came from Belgium um, on Friday. Okay. Uh, we had the um, the event there and um, it was a little bit unfortunate because we had I think we had 84 uh, 83 or 84 teams yeah. entered the event. And then of course so all we uh, you know the teams they have to try to fulfill the, the APT criteria. Yeah. But then unfortunately, you know, we had to um, first of all South American players could not travel.
2: Yeah.
1: Which was yeah, it was crazy.
0: That was a major blow, and, no? because uh, some of the top players would be coming from there.
1: Yeah. And then also uh, Belgium implemented a new uh, COVID rule on the 27th or 28th of March, okay. which said that only professional players can play. And yeah. um, th- then you need a pretty much a certificate from your federation or from, you know, from the government. Okay. And so in the end, we had 18 teams playing. Okay. Uh, it was good because, I mean, now a lot of European guys, they have points.
2: Exactly. So they can,
1: you know, they, they can start entering. If, if they want to go to South America, they can.
2: Exactly.
1: Um, so, uh, no, it was, in the end, it was good. It was good. We had some issues with the court, um, but in the end, it worked out okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, two of my, yeah. or three of the guys from Switzerland were, were there actually, two of them playing together, two Swiss guys playing together. And the coach at our academy was also playing with the with the Argent well a uh, Argentinian guy I think but living in in uh, in Spain so they were also there they had uh, they had some some positive words to say when they came back other than they lost but um, they uh, they they thought it was it was still con- considering the situation was was well done yeah um, so yeah
1: I, I think we we just have to take one step at a time I mean we we were unlucky because the court. Um, we had some technical issues with the court. So the court yeah. was not ready on the Thursday. So then we had to move all the matches to the Pablo club.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, for, for the players, it's it's not a big deal because they just want to play, you yeah. know? And, and as, as long as the court is, is fine and, you know, the, the height of the ceiling is fine, yeah. then, then they just want to play. Yeah. So, but it, it was unfortunate because we had a very nice venue as the center court. Yeah, where... Where was but that? And we happens with the. Um, Where was that this uh, Yeah, it, it's in a venue we normally have. Uh, I would say concerts. So okay. let's say if uh, if a, a famous DJ comes to um, to Liege, for example, most of the time they are in that venue. Okay. It's it's an it's an old venue, uh, okay. but I mean with the court it, it it looked fine. But I mean, like I said, we we are learning all the time. And I think that um, you know, uh, in a couple of months, we would be. I mean, all the all the events that we have <clears throat> will be a lot better. Yeah, sounds good, good. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
0: no. I, am I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully. Up as I, as we, as we said uh, before in the message, I was, I was looking forward to playing the second one. Unfortunately, you had to yeah. cancel that. But. Hopefully, in the future, there will be a few where I also can join a little bit. And of course. And, play and maybe, uh, yeah, meet there. Um, but no, Thomas, as I said, thanks a lot um, for, for, for joining me. What I wanted to actually find out as well, a little bit more about how you got started with your paddle career back in, in the days, obviously, your tennis career. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with, I think, um, and what you've achieved there. But once that ended, what have you done since then, and how did you get involved with paddle in the first place?
1: Um, I got involved in paddle, I would say seven, eight years ago. Yep. Um, I started to play here in uh, in Monaco with um, with actually the, the, the owner and the founder of uh, APT, <coughs> Fabrice so start, um, okay. Fabrice Pastor. Yep. So we are very good. We are very good friends, and uh, okay. I, I got introduced uh, to the sport um, through through Fabrice. And yeah. um, you know, after the first uh, the first day, I I, I loved it um, yeah. <laughs> because I, I think that that's the that's the beauty of this uh, sport is that you get addicted very fast. Yeah. Um, so and, and since my history is is from the tennis, I I felt that uh, first of all, you you can pick up to a quite good level uh, quite uh, fast yeah um but then you have to start uh you know learning, learning the, the walls bit, think, and uh, yeah. and this is <clears throat> you know in the in the beginning I, I felt that um the walls they were my enemies mm-hmm. and after a while i mean i saw that they were my friends so
2: yeah. um <laughs> i think but, everything but was...
0: every tennis player starts like that block <clears> and everything <throat> and just <throat> just not wanting to use the walls for sure
2: yeah,
1: I, I think I mean most of the tennis players they, they want to play mini tennis on the yeah. on the paddle court. And,
2: yeah.
0: And uh,
1: you know, it, it works quite well if you play
2: <clears throat>
1: another tennis players, but but yeah. if you play
2: um
1: paddle players. Uh paddle players, it's it's tough.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. And then uh so since then, so let's let's talk a little bit about then your your career in the paddle, you started 70 years ago. Um, yeah, what has been your involvement as well in Sweden, um, as well as now with the APT?
2: Uh,
1: I haven't been that involved in Sweden, to be okay. honest. Uh, okay. Jonas B- Jonas Björkman has yep. been very, uh, very much involved. He has yep. made a, a great job with uh, you know with, with PDL. Um, yep. and also Ibrahimovic, uh, the yep. famous football player, has, has made a very good job, but also. In the south of Sweden, they have, uh, you know, they have built a lot of courts, a, build, uh, a lot of paddle centers. Yeah. Uh, so I think in Sweden they do a very good job. Uh, but I mean, I was for myself, I was I was coaching on the on the ATP tour uh, for okay. quite a long time. And then last year, when when I when we finished our collaboration with uh, with David Goffin, yeah. um, Fabrice Pastor came to me quite early and asked if I would be interested in, you know, being being involved in in the um, in the new APT PAL yeah. Tour, and I felt it was a you know it was a good time for me because um, I, I had been coaching quite a long time on the mm-hmm. on the tour, mm-hmm. and you know to to be able to work with something that you love uh, in this case uh, paddle. Um, I you know I really liked the uh, the idea and um, I liked I liked his vision about mm-hmm. the panel tour.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, for me it was it was quite simple, quite easy to to make the decision. With that said, I'm not saying that you know I'm never gonna go back to tennis, but
2: yeah.
1: but for 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 me uh, for the moment it felt uh, <clears throat> you know it felt really really good. Okay. Okay.
0: And, and what are his, When you go into more into detail on the, on the APT, uh, I've been following a bit of the, uh, you know, what's happening with World Paddle Tour and APT and the different countries and how they react on a, on a country level, um, would be very interesting to find out from, from you where, where the APT stands in terms of the vision and, and its goals and whatnot.
1: Uh, APT Paddle Tour wants to be, uh, the tour for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, it also wants to be global mm-hmm. um, and of course try to have as um, as many events as possible globally but also mm-hmm. to have big events yeah because i think that um, the way to grow the sport is to try to be try to be global
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that i think maybe is the is the biggest <clears throat> difference between apt pal tour and, and world pal tour because I think World Paddle Tour they do a, an amazing job. Um, uh, but they're quite centralized, I would say, in Spain, Spain and, and yeah. in some in and in some other countries. Um, we want to be a little bit different. We yeah. want to be more more global. Uh, for example, also the you know, the, our pre qualifying uh, events are, are quite big. We have yeah. our APT Paddle Tour criteria, so yeah. you cannot be um, you know, uh, have a ranking of a thousand in your in your country and yeah. then be able to play APT PAL tour. But yeah. still, I think our our you know our criteria are, are quite um, quite good. Yeah, uh, I think that we can still work a little bit on that. Um, but I mean, like I said, we want to be the tour for everyone. We are now, if COVID per- permits, we have uh, seventeen events in eleven countries, which is okay. quite unique for, yeah. for for a new tour like us we are looking to you know to expand um to have maybe i would say around between 17 to 20 tournaments uh, Mm -hmm. in 2022. Mm -hmm. um we are like i said on three continents south america we are in in the states and we are in europe so with that said that we're also looking to maybe expand um, to asia and and australia okay but that comes in the response has been from there I think that I mean, from from Asia, for example, they they haven't seen that much paddle. I remember a couple of years ago when I was coaching uh, David Goffin, we were in Shanghai, and then they were actually building a paddle court there. Okay. So that was fun to see. But paddle is still very new for yeah. um, for Asia. It's the same with Australia. Yeah. Even though I think Australia could be a country where um, paddle could really explode because. Um, I mean, the weather is is great. The weather and you have can, the culture, you can maybe, as well, I think. They have culture, and I think this sport would attract Australian people because, uh, for me, Swedish people and Australian people are quite similar
2: in terms. And of- if
1: Sweden, well, in in terms of, uh, they're quite relaxed, uh, okay. quite easygoing.
2: Yeah.
1: They love sports. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think paddle would really take off in Australia.
0: <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay, um, and what's so now? There's the master level and the open level, and I know, for example, I'm I'm originally I live in Switzerland, but originally from Hungary, right? Um, there is coming a Futures tournament there that I hopefully will play actually uh, for different reasons. But yeah, what's with the Futures Tour? I don't see that that much on on the website, or yeah.
1: Well, the Future Tour is a collaboration with FePa, uh, okay. so uh, APT Paddle Tour. Uh, we try to work very close to the federations, mm-hmm. um, so we we try to have a look a little bit of um, you know each and every country to see where we can put uh, okay. a future a future like you said.
2: Yeah,
1: and in the fu- in the future events, you can still collect uh, APT points.
2: Yeah,
1: which is which is very good because then I think again, like I said, the, the tour should be for everyone. Yeah. Um, I think it has to be communicated a little bit better that, you know, APT Paddle Tour and and, uh, the FEPA future events are are working together um, because I I don't think that many people, they know that. So I think it has to be communicated better. But I think this is a good way also to to start. um, It's a little bit like tennis. You know, you start futures, you go to challengers and then you go to tour events.
2: Yeah, exactly. So...
1: um, in in apt paddle tour we have opens we have uh which is the equivalent of the 250 events in tennis Mm -hmm. and then we have the master event which is equivalent to you know the 500s and then we have two two grand master events we have one in sweden and one in argentina
2: which is and they are exactly so
1: um i mean the the goal is to have as many players as possible you know on the ranking
2: um
1: we have also implemented uh, a women's tour as well, okay. Because I really, I really think that that's that's very important. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have uh, that many teams that entered in Belgium. Otherwise, yeah. we would have had a uh, you know a women's event there as well. So, yeah. uh, but I think that you know it's it's a it's a big step for us. We we have to also realize that we are a new tour. We cannot, uh, <clears throat> like I said, Rome was not built in one day. Yep. So, I mean, everybody has to give us a little bit of time. Uh, if you look at World World Tour, for example, it, it has been there for, I don't know, <laughs> eight to ten years. So, um, and we have just started. So yep. I think uh, everybody has to give us a little bit of time, but I think we're on the right track.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm a, as I said, I like... Um, you know I've had a lot of discussions with different people uh about world pedal Tour and Apt and, and what's happening and I'm actually I'm a big fan of competition I was a competitor player as well at, at some point you know so that that's that that is healthy uh so I'm actually pretty excited to see how that this whole thing unfolds as because as you mentioned as well world pedal Tour has done a great job but yeah it's a it's for me it's a bit difficult to to get into access to to do that kind of stuff because yeah, it's it's really in, in Spain and a few other countries and then and then that's it. So pretty excited about the, about what's happening with the with the APT and what you guys what you guys will do. Um, and what's your plan in terms of you know for the long run? Right now, obviously you have to see how the, the first year goes, but in terms of the long run, five years from now, um, what are the, the APT plans for, for that?
1: uh to try to grow um, to have bigger events to have maybe slightly more events okay uh, maybe try to um, maybe try to um, like I said explore Asia yeah maybe okay, explore Australia yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Uh, maybe try to expand a little bit more in the states yeah um so I mean we already now have a quite big increase in price money uh, for 2022
0: okay from compared to this year so all of the all of the the different levels are will increasing
1: yes okay. so so opens and, and master and grandmaster will increase quite uh, quite dramatically okay which I'm very very happy about because also yeah. I think that that attracts uh, more players um, I also think that you know this sport is is for the moment it's it's quite small hmm uh, but it's growing it's growing very fast mm-hmm. so and the price money i mean you it's tough to compare paddle to tennis but you know for south american players to travel to europe it's it's um it's big it's quite expensive yeah. and the other way around for europeans to play you know to travel <laughs> to south america so that's why i'm very happy that we have a big uh, you know increase in the price money yeah. for 2022 because then i think it it can help all these issues uh, because they feel like the money is, is a lot better. Uh, you, you can invest in the flight ticket. You can invest in, you know, in, uh, in the hospitality and everything. Yeah. So I think that we are on the right track. I just, like I said, we have to take one step at a time and, uh, you know, For sure. uh, try, try to, a little bit what i do i try to copy paste what we have done really well in tennis sure. and try to um you know apply it on on paddle but sure. like i said it's, it's gonna take time we sure. have to be patient and um but i really think that we are on the right track
0: yeah sure no that sounds good that sounds pretty exciting as well uh, because as you said as well i think the more players are able to make a, a less risky investment that they might have some return when they go, if they go and play and if they just win a round or, or two and can get yeah a bit more significant money, then that definitely helps for a lot more players to be like, all right, well, I'm I'm going to give it a try. Um, so 100% very good. Um, Thomas, you mentioned earlier you're not involved with Paddle, uh, so to say, personally in Sweden. But if you had to sum up Paddle in, in less than five words in Sweden, how would you kind of, from the outside, just w- what it is? I put you on a spot now. So if you can explain that, what's happening there in, in a short short thing, that would be interesting.
1: Uh, five words is going to be tough, but I you will try 10, to summarize. You can give me 10, 15. Okay. Yeah, I will try to summarize very quick. Uh, yeah. I think that uh, one of the reasons, like I said, with paddle is that it's very addictive. It's mm-hmm. very social. mm mm-hmm. It's easy to pick up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to have a sport background mm-hmm. to be able to play well.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's why I think that the sport has grown so fast yeah. in, in, all, uh, in all countries. Because I have never seen a sport uh, grow so fast like yeah. paddle. And also in Sweden, if you look at Sweden the uh, pandemic time has helped the growth of paddle because they have not closed the paddle centers. So that's one of the few sports that have been open.
0: Yeah, they've been very lucky. I've been very jealous. I've been seeing all these videos from Sweden. Yeah. You know, we we were closed for four months. Literally, we are opening. today. is the first day that we open uh, since December twenty second. Um, so it's it's been an interesting time, and I've been I've been very jealous of, of the Swedish guys and everyone that's going there to to play. And I've been just seeing it online, you know. And I'm like, no, man what's happening and you need to do it here as well. Uh, um, cool. Um, and one last question or two maybe, um, your experience, not not talking about the APT, but just as a, as a whole, your experience in growing the sport or trying to grow the sport, what have been your major like takeaways, learning lessons that if you were, okay, if you were to restart knowing what you know today, you would say them, okay, guys, focus on that because that's gonna be important.
1: Well, it, it, there are so many things. Uh, there are so so many things, but I feel like this that when I enter my position uh, as a general manager of yeah. the APT Tour, I came to a table that was clean. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, if I would have been, if I would have had a similar position in the ATP, which is the tennis, yeah, the the table is quite full.
2: Yeah.
1: You cannot you cannot do that much, so. With that said, I think that we have to start be more professional,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, both as organizers and also as players,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because I really think that, I'm not saying this just because I work with Paddle, but I think that this sport can be one of the biggest sports in the world.
2: Mm-hmm. And I also that.
1: think that in, in eight to ten years, I think that Paddle can be an olympic sport okay but to achieve this we have to try to g- grow the sport globally we have to start being more professional mm-hmm. um because and we, we i mean if you look if you compare tennis to to paddle um tennis has has uh, come a lot further with everything and then i mean with um, with, with uh, training, with practice, yep. with uh, diet, with uh, nutrition, with physical, uh, physical exercise, yeah. exactly. And I think that we, like I said, we are on the right track. Uh, I'm sure that we are. But one thing is also that is very, <laughs> very, 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 very important for all the countries, uh, especially for a country like Sweden that is growing so fast,
2: yeah.
1: is that in
2: sweden if you look that you know who are playing paddle they are between 20 to 60 years old i would say okay okay
1: what we have to do and that includes apt paddle tour is that we have to start to work with kids
0: yeah I was going to ask actually about that the junior tour. Are you planning that
1: or we are talking about it and this is in the pipeline okay. for sure. Okay. Because we need to, if we're going to make this uh, sport Olympic to an Olympic sport,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we have to start working on the grassroots uh, level. Okay. Uh, and since paddle is quite commercial, especially in, in countries like Sweden, Denmark, Norway, yeah. um, they forget sometimes the um, the kids. development of of the kids. Yeah, and this is something that you, for me, I think this is very, very, very important in paddle. Okay, that's,
0: I'm I'm happy to hear that because yeah, in in, in our academy, that's that's our focus. Mm-hmm. We have uh, now around 50 kids here in in our academy in Switzerland. It's mainly the only paddle academy for now, but that's our really our as a as a club uh to grow that's our main focus to grow the kids get the schools get them in because then they'll come with their parents they'll come with their friends and and then it just it just starts so i'm, I'm glad to hear the positive reinforcement from from your side um that you, you see that as well um cool where by the way where's gonna be the open the swiss open it, it's gonna be in in zurich or in in geneva or where do you guys plan that
1: well we have talks this week where we're gonna have it?
2: Okay. So, we
1: it. Okay. Um, so we we have uh, we know where we want to have it, and yeah. we we know where we are, you know, planning to have it. But yeah. uh, we are in talks. This week, it's not just because of uh, where we're gonna put it; it's because of COVID as well. We mm, have okay. to we have to check um, where can all the players fly into. You know. Okay. Uh, If, for example, if Switzerland is not a country that is quite open, then we have to look at options because this is a thing during this time, it's very, very, very difficult to run events because uh, you can have your site, you can have your venue, everything is fine. And then like it happened in Belgium, uh, four or five days before things change. And the the decision is not in your hands. Yeah. So this is what what is very frustrating. So we have as a tour, we have to try to be uh, flexible yeah. since we are a global tour. You know, yeah. we want to prov- provide job opportunities and a chance for everybody to play.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, you know, if it's going to be Switzerland or if it's going to be uh, you know Denmark, uh, Norway, uh, Sweden, wh- whatever, we yeah. have to see where the players can easiest travel to
0: yeah for sure okay yeah Cool. no hopefully hopefully we'll we'll find out soon and i'm i'm looking you your plan to come there if, if it happens or do you know that yet
1: i i think so yes i think okay. so I, I you i try to go to each and every tournament maybe not for the full week but i i try for example now in belgium i was there for five days yeah um so i try to go uh and, and have a look at, at the different uh, events that we have.
0: Okay, awesome. So hopefully we'll we'll meet, we'll see each other. We can, uh, yeah, finally meet in Absolutely. person as well at that tournament. Um, Thomas, yeah, thanks a lot again for, for joining me on, on this podcast. And, um, yeah, appreciate your time and appreciate everything uh, that you do for the sport as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing APT <laughs> grow and looking forward to, yeah, meeting you at some point.
1: Thank you so much, Norbert. Thanks, thanks a lot, all,
0: Thomas.